Fantasy Football Frenzy. There is no more important week of the season than the one that lies ahead of us right now. It is the grand finale of the regular season of the 2017 Fantasy Football Campaign. This is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio and Dish Network. And coming up, we help you get ready to punch your ticket to the 2017 Fantasy Football Playoffs. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, the All-In Kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica, Live link, fresh and on deck. You can hop on RotoExperts.com and check it out. You also can go to the All-In Kid on Twitter. Already got one game in the books to start week number 13, America. The Dallas Cowboys took down the pitiful D.C. football team. Another season sweep for America. They knock out D.C. 38-14. to Offense kind of got back on track last night. I'm still not fully bought back in, but it was good to see a sweep of the D.C. football team. A little bit later on in the program, Michael Rathburn joins us. Talk some DFS, get you ready for the weekend. Not to forget the DKMS challenge that takes place every week with the winner getting a trip to the Super Bowl. Well, week 17's winner getting a trip to the big game in Minneapolis, Minnesota. All-in kid, Jake Seeley, what's shaking? Not too much. Yeah, I tweeted that last night. It would have been nice if the Cowboys hadn't screwed around with the touches the week before and we were had more confidence in Alfred Morris because I think a lot of people missed out on that game last night. 18.7 points and a PPR on my bench in two leagues. Matt Medica and Lord knows I needed them in my lineup. That ain't nothing but the devil. Uh, <laughs> I did start him in the one league that I owned him. Uh, the team that has a one-game lead on me, best record, I have the points, so... Alfred Morris delivered. Alfred Morris came through for you last night, big time. For a lot of people, I'm quite sure Alfred Morris was on the bench. Another thing we got to talk yep. about and break down, and I kind of want you to help me with, out, with this out, all in KJC. Remember a couple of years ago, I was the commissioner of a fantasy baseball league, and going down the stretch, you know, it was a roto league. One of the owners called me about a commissioner that uh, was not setting lineups. Had been, he had yeah, an owner, excuse me, that had been stopped setting lineups, putting out an active lineup every week. So he was like, why don't you call him and get him to start setting his lineups? This way, you know, you can't pass him in the points. And I thought it was like, okay, fine. Then I thought about it and was like, wait a minute. That's not fair to do this at this time of season. And I've been hearing stories of a lot of fantasy football commissioners calling owners that have not set lineups, telling them specifically to set lineups this week. All in kid, I don't think that's right. No, we need to talk about that as a whole, and I actually have a good example. Just happened to me last night and this morning about an owner bailing and therefore not having a set lineup. So, yeah, we should we should spend an entire segment at least on this. Yeah, I think it was something that we got to get into, Matt Medica. Obviously, this time of year, things are very critical. Money's on the line. That bag is on the line. Playoff spots, advancements, obviously keeping the fantasy football season going. What should commissioner's role be with inactive teams this deep into the season? No commissioner should be calling anybody. What happened week 12 when that other opponent played that dead team, yeah. got the W? Now week 13, they want them to have a lineup set when you're going up against them? That's not fair. A lot of pieces of the onions are pulled back. We're going to get that done for you right here. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Week 13, it's time to get a W.
If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. All right, thanks a lot. Shout out to the homie Mike Florio of the BFFs. He's also one of our top producers right here on FNTSY Radio. He's getting it done holding it down for Don Burns. We're holding it down for you. have been doing so all football season long. We're not going to let you go now. We're getting closer and closer to the finish line. The frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Everybody watching on Dish. I had to take my... It's hot in the studio. I had to... I had to Disrobe. <laughs> I had to disrobe. It, it has been hot in here. Yeah, um, so I had to disrobe. So I'm like Jeff the skeleton now. I ain't got no clothes on. So You got some clothes on. Full disclosure, no, I'm not in here naked. One of the things I like to do, I got a real big matchup this week, kind of the playoff dependent on it, and I got to beat Son, and I got to kind of beat him by like six points. You ever try to handicap your opponent's team? <laughs> it's a fruitless exercise. Mm-hmm. It's a fruitless exercise. But I'm looking at his roster, and he got uh, Deion Lewis in it, and I'm like, hey, Deion Lewis will probably have a good game this week. He got Mike Wallace in it, and I'm like, that could be a weak spot. He has uh, Jeremy Macklin in it, it could be a weak spot. But then he got like Tom Brady, Duke Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Muhammad Sanu, who gets it done every week. The matchup tougher this week, though. MJJ, Marvin Jones Jr. with a tough matchup, but that doesn't, apparently, that doesn't mean anything to Marvin Jones Jr. Jake, what's Muhammad Sanu matchup like this week? What, what do you mean? Like, is he, like, I don't really know what corner. I'm, my guess is Xavier Rhodes would be on Jones, would be on Julio. So who, uh, you know, I don't, who, who, who would go into the slot? Not Terrence Newman, old ass, right? Mm, I think that's, I don't know. I don't know who's been playing the slot okay. most of the time. Cool. My bad. Yeah. I didn't mean to do I, that to I you. I can find out. Well, yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah, you do it a lot. Does, uh, <laughs> Terrence, Terrence Newman plays in the slot 86% of the time. Oh, there you go right does, there. Um, he was quick with that, too. Does Diggs get a bump for you with True Font missing? Yeah, I would give Diggs a bump with True Font missing. So there you go right there. All right, let's get into it. Let's pull a piece of this onion back. The commission, commissioners, this time of year, commissioner, if you wanted to call the owner about setting this lineup, you do it in weeks in the early part of the season. If you haven't been doing it, they pay the league fee, they want to set the lineup, fine. I get it. I can dig it. But at this time of the year, I need Jillian to come upstairs too so I can get Jake on the screen up here in Studio 34. Um, This time of the year, All In Kid, I don't think it is appropriate to be calling owners to say, hey, big matchup this week, need you to set your lineup. Not only do I think it's inappropriate for commissioners to be doing it, if your homeboy that was your college roommate is in the league and he's not setting his lineup and you're going against a team, you know, you got a situation, mm-hmm. I don't think you should be calling him either. Now, you're not the commissioner. You really have no control over that. That's your own competitive advantage. But, Jake, sometimes with these dead teams and you get to this point of the year, sometimes these teams are making trades out of a, out the blue all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, magically, week 13, when you need it the most, his lineup is set. 
Okay, there's, like you said, it's not just an onion. This is like an onion and a head of lettuce and stuff because there's so many layers and so many different ways we could go about this because no situation is going to be exactly the same. But we can try to break it down for the most part. So the most part, at least for this, because we can – we're going to get – I want to at least. We're going to get into the other variances of this. But as of this situation by itself, like you said, if it's week seven and you notice, hey, the guy hasn't set his lineup on Saturday evening or Sunday morning and it's getting close to game time and you want to be like, hey, man, did you forget to you know set your lineup or whatever? And that's all you say. It's just, hey, did you forget or whatever? And you want to try and keep that person active, that's fine. If you've ignored – so this is where it comes into play. If it's, There's precedence where it's been ignored. He's, he hasn't set his lineup for the last two weeks. At that point, and if you didn't notice it until that point, you have to let it go because yeah. – it's like you said, there's no it's not fair to all of a sudden the person facing him this week to be the one subject to, hey, now the person knows and the two people before me got to face a wasted lineup. And now I'm the one who gets suffered because you want to remind the guy. So if it's been that way, that's fine. Here's the one where I'll take it to another level and say that this week you can. Now, if the person hasn't been inactive until this week. Because it's like week six. If it's the first time they're not paying attention to your lineup, you can send them a message. Not, hey, set your lineup or I'm going to do it for you. But you can send them a message if this is the very first week. If they if they checked out the very last week because they're not in the playoff hunt, then that's not really fair to the other people fighting for the playoff spot too who isn't facing that team. So if it is the very last week and it just happened for the first time right now, you can send the message. But if there's a precedence, that's where you don't. Now, this is a different situation right here, Matt Medick. I want to get your takes on both. I already know you said you already agree with what he said the first time. But your team is 5-5 five and five or 5-6 five and six or whatever. Last week you got a big matchup. You lose by two points, mm-hmm. throwing a towel. Eliminated from playoff contention. You know what? I got another league where I'm trying to chase down. I'm going to make the playoffs in that league. I'm tired of running fab. I'm tired of setting lineups. I got stuff to do this weekend. I'm going to not, I'm not going to set this lineup. I'm just going to go ahead and let this one roll out with the players that are on there. Now, nobody's on by. So, for the most part, you're going to have a full lineup out mm-hmm. there anyway. But I just quit just last week. At that point, I do think Jenk has a point where the commissioner is able to come in and say, you know what? But then you really can't set his no, lineup because you, you can't. Look, in my opinion, I didn't say set his lineup. Yeah, in my opinion, you can't. You want to call the guy? You can do whatever you want to do. You can't call. You don't disagree. You can call, you can call him, him at this point. I mean, somebody, remain active. If somebody called me, if somebody emailed me, probably gonna piss me off even more. Be honest with you. But bottom line is, if that person paid his money, you really don't have any recourse, in my opinion. And have you been checking everybody's lineup every week to make sure that they've fielded a lineup throughout the whole season? I think when it gets to this point, maybe somebody didn't have a lineup set last week that was an advantage to someone else. It's just a it's a slippery slope. And even in the leagues I play in where there is the head-to-head, yeah. you do get uh, money for winning the head-to-head. There's going to be some dead uh, teams sometimes that's it, it's going to fall that way. And people put up nice money for this. But a solution is when you play points, it don't really matter. Yeah, but in the head-to-head format, then the majority of us playing and chasing no, down that, chasing down that last spot. I don't think you spot. can start calling people. Unless you went through every lineup, you're a commissioner, and you went through every lineup every single week and were diligent on that, which I don't think any commissioner has been. Okay. And they're not tracking every lineup every single week. You just can't do it. I mean, it's it's not you're, – you're changing – you're changing the odds for people. Because if that guy won in week 12 because somebody didn't set their lineup, and now that guy's like, well, he's playing the guy that I need to lose this week, have him set his lineup, that's not right. 
Okay, it's not right for the commissioner to do that. I get it. Other owners, I'm sure you there's can't owners. stop owners from doing oh, it. Oh yeah, no, there's owners all the time that are going to. I'm sure, and like say, if, if I'm playing in a league, I've seen it happen. People email people. Oh, look, you got to set your lineup this week. And this guy, like, said, I lineup for six weeks. Some cases, people just get to ignore that. Yeah, and just do, go on doing their own thing. But I don't think and if somebody sends an email and that player doesn't do anything, and then they send an email to the commissioner, the commissioner should not be setting lineups for that person if they have not been doing it. No, that's, I never said set a lineup. So yeah. that's yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't, well, I'm, not, I'm not accusing you of saying that, Jake. Right. I, no, right. I was clarifying for everybody listening. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, no, nah, Jake. Jake. Jake hasn't done that. Not that I. You know. But he didn't I do say have a case. I do, I do have a case that we, we probably don't have time to do it now. We'll have to do it in the next segment of the carryover. I do have an example of where, yes, I, I the commissioner, just set a lineup. And I'll tell you, it, I'll tell you why, because it's a completely different situation. That's why I said there's so many layers to this. Okay, I'm interested to hear what that situation is right here. Before we, we, we can get into that on the other side, I'm going to go to the telephone lines to 844, because I want your thoughts on this, 844-843-6879, when it comes to these dead, inactive teams, when you're chasing down this, this, this piece at the end of the tunnel and trying to get into these fantasy football playoffs so I want us to light the telephone lines up on that so I agree with Rich by the way you agree? So he, we got tweeted Rich on Twitter he okay. said in my leagues if the owner doesn't set up the first time he gets a warning second time the commissioner sets the optimal lineup and he's not invited back next season so it's kind of obviously it's set a precedence in his league that he has it that way but you could just go to Fancy Pros rankings and just set the lineup or use whatever site you're on the projections and just set the lineup for the rest of the year for him if you've already had that in place as your rule I okay, no doubt, and that was from our, our homie Rich. Okay, cool. Um, and I agree with that, Rich. Now, what I want to say, um, I forgot I was about to ask Jake something. What is it? Well, we can't. I want to wait till we get to the next segment to get into that. But Jake, when it comes to a situation where one have been inactive, dead team for four weeks, all of a sudden you wake up Sunday morning, mm-hmm. week thirteen, this lineup is set. That's gonna happen. I'm just telling people. No, that, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what you can't do because the precedence is already there where it's been set. This team has been inactive. It's already been – look, I'm not going to call the person out. There's somebody in the flex leagues. There's somebody in the flex leagues who had two players, one injured, one on a bye in our league. Florio text – it was against me. Florio texted me. He's like, oh, look at somebody giving the commissioner a free win. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because to Matt's point, no. you know, I don't check everybody's <laughs> rosters. I didn't know. And I noticed it. I was like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. But I'm not going to like I just and I did it from the other way. It's like I just got the advantage of facing it. I'm not going to go tell this person to go set his lineup now because now next week that's going to hurt the person who's going to face him. So it's already been set. He's already gone through a week of an accurate lineup. It's set now. You you can't go tell him. Yeah. Okay. But just say he just sets it. On his own, after six weeks of being inactive, it's his team. week thirteen, and then you can't do anything about it's, that. He, See, he, I think you should be able to do something about that. You don't invite him back next year. You, you, that's yes, the person's but, team. But, but Matt, you, can, you shouldn't have put him in the league then. He you can mess up the money this year, though. I, that's too bad. You shouldn't have been in the league then. Yeah, you, you live and you learn, and you don't get invited back. I think we can zero that team out, though. I don't think that's right. Now you're, you're changing the landscapes. Interesting. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Once again, these last couple of weeks, when we come back. lineups need to be set. When we come back, the all-in kid to get into his stereo. Plus, he won't hear from you on the telephone lines. 
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source 24 hours a day. Four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Fancy football frenzy. Plenty of fancy football talk gonna help you get your lineup set for week number thirteen. Hopefully fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Also, first we got some logistics. Fancy league logistics we got to take care of. Want to get your thoughts once again? Eight four four eight four three. The music stopped. The music stopped abruptly, Matt. <laughs> I think it did. It stopped abruptly. I feel like fade out, Florio. Fade I out. Thought th- I felt like That's that Lou Mayon just walked in here. How about that? You don't get, I, really get I a chance to see Lou. That, thanks a lot. Thanks, uh, Lou Mayon, for the real estate to allow the fantasy executive and all of us to sit up here and talk on these microphones. So Shout out to Lou. Yeah, when the big dog come in, you know, I... He sets my lineup, basically. Exactly. He sets all <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He sets all our lineups. My children and their mothers, thank you. All right, here we go. All in, kid. What's the situation that we got that we're working with right here? So this is the one where you can set up a lineup, and I'm just going to lay it out. There's actually a couple layers here. There's probably another topic within the topic that we could even debate about. But basically, it's a league. It's a keeper league. Trade deadline has always been the week after Thanksgiving, the week right before the playoffs, because it's a keeper league, because the people trade late. People are looking to next year. We also have never locked waiver, you know, picking up waivers, even if you're not in the playoffs, because it's a keeper league. You can mm-hmm. still pick up people are invested throughout the entire league. And that's why we've done it, because we want to keep people invested throughout the entire way. So the trade deadline's always been this way. You even had the trade that it's on ESPN that we played it on. You get the big red banner that says trade deadline is approaching and all that type of stuff. So we had a trade with myself. I'll even say it. With myself, I'm in first place. With a trade with another team that's been out of the playoffs for a couple weeks. We were talking about doing last week, but Thanksgiving was coming. So we just kind of like, yeah, we're going to get it done. We'll get it done next week. And I traded away Odell Beckham because he's only $20 as a keeper next year. And uh, it, was, it was Odell Beckham, uh, who's my coach, Drew Brees, and Demarius Thomas. And I got back Adam Thielen and Tom Brady. So not even that big of an upgrade if you mm-hmm. just talk about Breeze and Demarius Thomas. But in any case, one of the owners texted me last night at like 11 o'clock. And like, what the hell is up with this trade? We have a deadline for a reason. And I said, yeah, the deadline was today at noon. And he's like, that's, I, don't, I don't like this. You have a team that's out of it trading with a team that's in first place for the playoffs. I'm out. I was like, okay, you don't want to come back next year? He's like, and then we went back and forth a couple times. I wake up this morning. He dropped his entire see, roster. That's, see, that's almost so, cussed just now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I went back into the league this morning before I came on the show, added everybody back to his team, and I set his lineup according to the Fantasy Pros consensus rankings. 
I don't remember exactly what his lineup was because I didn't look at it, but I set his lineup because he's in third place right now. He's making the playoffs, but now he's not because he's not there. I deleted him from the league so he can't make any more changes, but dropped his entire roster. So I put a roster back into his team because it needs to be there because you just screwed basically the entire league by doing that. You can't really do that. Yeah, that's Bush he's, League, that's Bush league stuff right there. He's being vindictive. And, that, you know. I, so many things I would like. It's like if we were uncensored, there's so many things that I would say about that. <laughs> I know. Isn't you feel that? what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's somebody trying to be spiteful. He's, he didn't like what happened. And look, I don't, I don't get it though. If you're in a keeper league, that's like it's like in a baseball that's keeper, a keeper league. league you trade. see these crazy trades, people trading for Mike Trout and giving up all these. You know, that's part of what you're in. I, that's what blows my mind. How people get offended by these these trades or these certain things, like saying he's out of it, but trading with a team in you know first place or second place. That's really the only time I'm cool with trade leagues where you know you have teams that are out of it that are trading with top teams. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think I think that's incorrect. Now the trade that was made, he never had this 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 this, uh, this dude has been in this league multiple years, right? Or oh, this is first time in this is first year in this league, like third or fourth year at least. So he's been in the league already, way. and it's been like this. Yeah, hey, well, no. So here's the best part, Corey. So he tried to give me the example. He was like, real sports don't do this for this reason. I'm like, actually, they do. If you not paid attention to baseball for the, and hockey and NBA every single year where you have these teams not in the playoffs dumping their players to the, the playoff teams. So I was like, that's a stupid argument anyway. But I said, I don't know why you didn't say anything last year. He's like, we, I said, we had two deadline deals on the deadline day last year. You know what his response was? What? I wasn't in the playoffs. I didn't care. Yeah, that see, that's what it is. It's, it's only it was, it's you know only what, about bro? him. You it's to what? benefit him. Big picture, you're better off without this person in your league. But what that's I worry about, though, Matt, is see, it's nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can't take it to small claims court. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The dude, the, it's an entry fee, right? Yep. You see, that's not fair to him because of the entry fee. By drop him, him he has his entry no, fee. Jake corrected him. No, but it's his team. If he wants to drop all the players on his team, he played his entry fee. You feel what I'm no, saying? No, but that's that's wrong. No. Where he could say, you know what, I'm checking out. I'm I'm not setting my lineup. Whatever he wants to do, something like that. You can't drop all the players into the league. But he paid his entry fee. He kind of can do whatever he wants, Matt. Up no, to a no, point, you can't league. drop all your players. That's different. No, uh, no. You don't want to set a lineup. You, you say I'm done no, with no, this no. league. Hold on, Corey. Hold on. Time he out. paid his entry no. fee. You can't, no, you can't no, drop no, your no, whole no. team. Time out. This is yeah, exactly. Just because you bought a car doesn't mean you get to go drive around and do whatever the hell you want. Just because you <laughs> bought a gun doesn't mean you get to go out in the street and shoot people. Just because you paid for something doesn't mean to get to break the law. And basically, for all intents and purposes, when it comes to fantasy football, you're breaking the law by doing this. You're breaking the sanctity of the league. You can't just do whatever the hell you want because you paid money. Otherwise, we'd be living in anarchy America, which we kind of are anyway. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, you. But you know, listen. He would, as a as a paying member of the league, he does have an argument that he can do what he wants to okay. do with his assets. So he does have that argument. I, I don't, he paid his entry fee. I agree that he can, doesn't have to set up a lineup and do stupid crap. Yeah, I caught myself. Good for you. Crap, like that, yes, that's very good for me. Like that. But you cannot be dumping a roster. That's like something you know in advance. Look, he's trying to be vindictive, spiteful, trying to ruin it for everybody. You can't drop all those players. You, and Jake did the right thing. You just delete them from the league. Even though he paid even though he paid for it, I don't care if you want if everybody wants to just chip in whatever. Say it was hundred dollars. Everybody chips in ten dollars, give them your money back. We don't want you here no more. But you can't be dropping a whole entire team in, into the player pool. He was the the, the, the gentleman that um 
and I use that term loosely. Now let me say I don't know, son. But the guy that did it, Jake, he he was he's out of it. He was out of it, correct? No, he was the third place team. Third place team. This is a playoff team. In the he was just being spiteful. He just he, exactly. Yeah, I got it. I see you, uh, Florio. Wow. Third place and the thing team. Was, is the trade wasn't even that absurd. Like, I, I mean, basically, let's take Odell Beckham out of it. Who, like I said, is a twenty dollar. It's a two hundred dollar budget league. So Odell Beckham should be going for like fifty or sixty bucks next year. So he got Odell Beckham for me for next year. Let's just take Odell Beckham out of it. Mm-hmm. It was Tom Brady and Adam Thielen for Demarius Thomas and uh, Drew Brees. Yes, I got the better two players, but that's not even that egregious in and of its own self. Who who has you have you, you so you have Thielen and Brady going down the stretch, right? Yes. So, but you don't have Beckham no more. Beckham is Beckham is off for your next team year. there. Now, yeah. I, now, now I can't keep him for next year. Yeah, now you can't keep but Beckham. Like said, That's not a crazy this has always trade. Been the deadline. But he got you Brady think, and Thielen. Me... I'd rather, you know. I mean, Odell's right, exactly. coming off an injury and stuff like that, too. Right. But, yeah, but he won't. Well, yeah, you're right. Brady That's true, either. too. You, know, you said you're not going to keep Brady. Yeah, he's not going to no. keep either one of them. So, yeah, this is a, no. this is the type of trade you see in keeper leagues. I have no problem with this. Look. I don't know. This guy just, you know, he snapped and he got angry at the league and he was trying to ruin it for everybody. And What if you depicted his players, though? You nobody, can't. Nobody... You got to go drop. You no. gotta, you know, no, I noticed it this morning. Okay. I, I got it before. Okay, yeah, our cool. waivers run at noon every single day, so nobody could have done it anyway. So to ask you, just as a sidebar, because I know, Matt, you were saying this is the whole point of keeper leagues, and this is why we have. Do you guys have a problem with the trade deadline being the week right before the, uh, the playoffs? I, I think Just out of curiosity. That, see, that's, that's the one I thing. Do. I, I, I think do. it's a little too late. I think it the should trade be, deadline should be before Thanksgiving. Yeah, that Wednesday be that before, Wednesday Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving. At the latest. So last week instead of, this past, so instead of yesterday, last week. Yeah. Now, if you want to give leeway because of the holidays and people traveling and stuff right. like that and stuff, you know, I can get that. Well, see, here's the only problem with it is that's the problem is ESPN only lets you choose Wednesdays. That's the mm-hmm. issue, that's crazy. unfortunately, yeah. for the tread down. Like, I that's mean, why we've always like done it the week 10. after Thanksgiving. You say week 10, Matt? I think week 10 is fair. I mean, still got six weeks of season. I think for keeper leagues, I like three. Thanksgiving. Well, for keeper league, like, keeper league is different. Yeah. I can see the Thanksgiving. But I think for like regular, I said, we were going to make the trade. That, we were going to make the trade last week anyway. It's just Thanksgiving. We're just like, yeah, instead of trying to do it while you're traveling and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I could, I could see last week being a better week. He was out of it last week too. He was out of it two weeks ago. <laughs> um, I want to get your opinions on this eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go out to Jason in Wisconsin. Jason, welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Good morning. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? I've uh, I've been on you guys uh, since I found out about you. This is probably uh, beginning of uh, this year. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Jason. And uh, uh, oh, you guys are something else. I mean, I know you guys hear that a lot, but no, it's it's very impressive. You know, all of your research and everything else. Anyways, we got a guy in our league, and he uh, we. I'm in, I'm in a couple leagues, and we got a big turnover rate with players every year. Uh-huh. And and this, this guy is very knowledgeable that plays, and uh, as I am, and I've been able to for a few years. Well, he makes all these awful trades, and I can't think of any. Now I'm a little uh, a little nervous on the phone talking to you guys. But uh, anyways, uh, he, like uh, one of his trades was, you know, he always does it with these inexperienced players, you know. Yeah. And then I say something, and of course it's the end of the world. But like, he traded. Uh, I don't know, week week five or something he traded Keenan Allen for Duke Johnson. And and you know, that was kinda of, that's kind of a shady deal. That's kind you think of I mean, so? It's not really a shady deal when you well, spend you look back to week five. Duke Johnson was probably more valuable in week five than Keenan Allen was. Yeah, yeah I guess it depends on I mean, I I the rest of the roster too. But, but this is just no, this is just one of the many things that he takes advantage. Anyway, so this year he's finally gonna quit again. Okay. You know, when he wins everything's fine. When he loses, you know, this is his last year. So uh it's gonna come down to me and him probably. 
I got to I got to buy and he does it. So it's gonna be me and him probably. But anyways, uh, so he he keeps changing his team team name to uh to uh, uh you know vac- vacancy two weeks left and you know and all he can talk about is how he's leaving the league and he can't even enjoy himself. You know, for the uh, for the last for the couple of weeks, season, some you know? people are just miserable. Yeah, so you sound like a miserable guy, Jason. He's a listener, Jason. But no, I feel what you're saying. But listen, if he pays his league fee, he kind of can do what he wants. Let him be miserable as long as he keeps setting that lineup. But you make sure you eliminate him because you're a fantasy football frenzy listener. You got questions on this topic? Telephone lines open 844-843-6879. Also, you ready to get into some start-stitch stuff? We got a fresh live link for week 13. We'll get into that also. Fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. The award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, week number 13 going down. It's Friday. Happy Football Friday, everybody. Last night, America showed up again, finally, big time for my Dallas Cowboys getting the job done, getting another season sweep versus um, D.C., Washington, and their football team, uh, heated rivalry, Matt Medica. Hey, Dallas ain't dead yet. I don't want to. I don't want to. Went out. I don't. I don't want. Seriously, they, look at the teams they got to fit. They got the Giants, the Raiders, and they got another. And then Seattle, Week Sixteen. They have Zeke back for Dallas. That. Zeke at Dallas with Zeke back, and the Eagles might not need that Week Seventeen game. I'm, if Zeke is playing, I'm not. The Eagles could need it. I'm not tripping off the Eagles if Zeke is playing. Oh, okay, let's see. I'm not tripping off. No, if Zeke is playing, I'm not tripping off the Eagles. I keep telling y'all the Eagles are fugazi. Just letting y'all know that right now. Okay. Okay. How did you know that that was a fugazi? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan Grant. Gotta hate those one-loss teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't playing play nobody. They got a big test this Sunday night coming up. That's mm-hmm. night game, right? I got Carson Wentz uh, under the center. It's going to be big. I need him to put up like one of these. You're right. Continue to 30 they points. smacked the hell out of the Cowboys. They definitely played nobody. Oh, that week, yeah. Well, that they they played a Zeke. Wait a minute, hold on. Let, let, matter of fact, you know what? I'm not. I don't. I, I didn't want to do this, right? Because I know we got some phone calls coming, and I want to get to the homies. But I want to just. I want to just show you the Philadelphia Eagles uh, schedule that everybody think that has been so good this year. The Eagles have really not played anybody. So they caught. Yes, they have. They caught Denver when Denver was down. Yo, yeah, Denver oh, we don't is see not, that now. We're trying to come up with excuses. No, but Denver. If you look at game. Denver this year, they're not. I mean, what are they? Three and seven, three and eight, or something. No, but they, they played, put. 
51 points up on that defense. We can complain all they want that the defense has been, we've talked about it for this entire year, was you don't run on them, you don't pass on them. They've gone back and forth either way, but you can't ignore 51 points on that freaking Yeah, the defense. Patriots did the same thing, though. I mean, Patriots. Uh, and the ab- Patriots are the Patriots, them. yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, so they, they beat D.C. to start the season. That's That's easy. Week two, they lost to Kansas City. That's when that's when Andy Reid knew what he was doing. Yep, that was when Andy Reid was saying. Right. The Giants are two and nine. The Clippers, the, the Clippers. Giants were the Giants at that time. The Giants were healthy at the time. Okay, they did have they. Oh yeah, they, they did. Remember Odell made that one handed catch in the back of the end zone and got both feet down. That was a great catch. That's when I had Odell in my lineup in the GST and I had a shot. Okay, so that one. The, oh, that's when Jake. That's when Jake Elliott hit the walk off kick versus the Giants. Okay, fifty nine yeah. yard or something. Yeah. Okay. Then they played the Clippers. They went to the, they went out to LA and played the Clippers when 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 the Clippers couldn't play. Uh, <laughs> Young they, Ho Kim or something. Arizona. Like that. They got Arizona with with no David Johnson. I don't know if Carson Palmer was the quarterback of that game or not. They got they went on the road versus that Carolina. That was a good win. Thursday night. That was that was a good win. They beat DC. DC stinks. San Fran stinks. They caught Denver at home when Denver was when when Denver wasn't playing good no more. They beat Dallas they without Zeke. They beat Dallas without Zeke. They beat Chicago, who's trash. Look, I, 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 I'll, give nobody. The, I'll give the Eagles their props. Nobody, but I'm not. I don't think the Eagles. I'm not like scared to play them. I think the Vikings could beat them. I think the Saints could. I don't think they're. I think the look. I look at a team with two losses in the Patriots that. I would fear the Patriots if I'm an AFC team playing them in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not like, if I'm the, I, I think the Saints, the Vikings, and even the Rams, they're all pretty much on the same level. As That's Philadelphia. Well, they're definitely in the mix, but they're like, just like the play they played, nobody. They have the highest point differential in the Man, NFL. It's not fly even fly. close. <laughs> well done, Florida. So, yeah. There we I go. can't, Florio. Please. Close. Now Florio's, he's a Met fan and an Eagle fan. <laughs> Corey, and here's the thing, too. Corey, like, if you told me the Cowboys and the Eagles are both 10 and 1, 9 and 1, or whatever it is at this point, it's 10 and 1. If you told me both, I hate the Eagles more than I hate the Cowboys uh-huh. as a Giants fan. I hate the, I don't, well, I don't like seeing the Eagles doing well, mostly because my entire life has been miserable situations like Cunningham yeah. and Deshaun Jackson. Oh, but wow. at this point, I'm going to, re- I'm going to respect what they've done. Okay. All right. Can, can I say one thing? Matt's got a good team. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like Matt's got a good team. No, yeah. It, it did yeah, sound yeah. like that. But, uh, Look, as of right now, heading into this weekend, Tom Brady is the clear MVP. He is above and beyond Carson Wentz. He's got like you know over 400 yards more passing than him. Two less touchdowns, but two less interceptions. I just think if Russell Wilson if, can win that division, Russell Wilson's, Russell Wilson's having an amazing yes, season. If he gets into the playoffs, he's in the mix. But what Tom Brady is doing, you know, it's just everybody has Tom Brady fatigue. Yeah, you know, and I and I agree with that. All right. Head out to the phone lines because we got some callers that want to talk about what we were talking about earlier. Let's go to Cody in North Carolina. Cody, welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Turn your radio down too, Cody. What's up, Cody? Cody hung up. He's got a little stage, right? All right, 844 Bradley is in Arizona. What's up, Bradley? Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? What's going on, Bradley? All right, so back to the commissioner questions. Um, so I'm a commissioner myself. Uh, I've been trying to figure it out for the last like couple of years. My roster is a little ridiculous. We have four flex spots, and I send out texts for like league votes. So I've been trying to figure out what the best way to figure out how to set that should be like. Is sending out a text to my entire league a good idea to see 
what they all think about cutting roster spots because there's no one ever on the waiver wire in my league because of how deep our roster is. Okay. And then also, I was going to go back to your question or about the incentives to keep people playing because I like the $5 a matchup or weekly matchup idea, but I do a thing where wherever you come in first through 10th, that's where you get asked by me where you want to pick for like the that. next year. So. I like that. You could put draft stock. You could put draft onto it. How much is your league entry fee? Because I don't know how much of the league entry fee that you want to dedicate towards, you know, fines and, you know, uh, not fines, but, you know, points for, you know, a high, high point week money and stuff like that. How much are you asking everybody? How many teams in the league and how much are you asking for entry fee? Ten team league, hundred dollar entry fee. See, I, I don't think that's, I, I don't think a G is enough to like give, you know, twenty five yeah, for see, the high week. Because you still so, want to have a nice piece for the, for the kinda, winner. Yeah, so my idea was possibly doing like ten dollars to the team who has the biggest win for that week, like deficit wise, like dominating another team. Okay, but then you still you taking out you taking out a, a, a you taking out one hundred and thirty bucks of the final prize pool. You feel what I'm saying? In a ten team league, I think, and with a hundred dollar entry, I don't know. I don't listen. That, that's up. Y'all can figure that part out. I don't have a problem with that. If your league mates agree to that, um, if your league mates agree to that, Bradley, how many roster spots do you have in this ten team league where there's nobody on the waiver wire though? There's three wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end. There's four flexes, which are a wide receiver tight end, two wide receiver running backs, and then a wide receiver running back tight end, six bench spots, a kicker, and the defense. Hey, I, I saw Danny's 18 league, and I was shocked how I thought the I thought the waiver wire would be so filled. I it thought, well, it wasn't, huh? That's this, but this still sounds like this doesn't. What do you think, Jake? Ten teams. I don't know what the, what the court, question so is. So quarterback. So he's starting. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if his roster is. I don't think your roster is that. Oh yeah, he's got four flexes. He said that's a big. That's a big roster for a ten team league, though. Yeah. Hmm. You're adding basically three flexes over top of the one flex. Even in a ten team league, that's thirty extra players. Even if you bring in one team or two teams for twelve, that's twenty four, and then you still have the normal bench. So you still passed what a twelve team normal size league would be. Okay, I can see, I can do that. But I do. I play twenty. I play twelve team twenty roster spots. I don't want the waiver wire to be full of people. You feel what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, Brad, I don't want it to be desolate either. I think you got to find a happy ground. I'm the no, other way. I don't think you should be at the there's point. There's always there's got this year. You could have got Jarek McKinnon. Robert Woods. This is this is twelve team twenty leagues. These guys were out there. They were cutting. You know, mm-hmm. people drafted them, but then they cut them after you know week one or two. You got injuries and stuff. So there are guys out there each and every time to go out and get. It's not like you can't get anybody, but you need to put the money down and hit on the right players. I, okay, I feel what you're saying, Bradley. As far as co- contacting and reaching out to your league members uh, when you need to get stuff done. I think you know, a group text is fine, whatever. I don't know. It's so many different ways of technology out there right now. I think you should be able to get to them. But thank you for the telephone call, 844-843-6879. Let's go out to Brooklyn and holler at Johnny. Johnny, what up? Hey, what's going on, fellas, man? Love the uh, show. Uh, I need some advice on a flex spot. Okay. Yeah, I'm in a 10 team. Let me pull, uh, up, the, let me pull up the link. Let me pull up the link. Uh, <laughs> let me pull up the link, um, uh, Johnny. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to the All In Kid for last night. Josh Doxson came through. That's for sure. All right. Uh, so it's a ten yeah. team, uh, three wide receiver, 
uh, uh, team, and uh, I need a, I need my flex filled. So the guys I got on my bench is uh, Rex Burkett, uh, Kyle Rudolph. I got uh, Shepard. I got Corey Davis. I got Hogan, who is injured, and I got Danny Woodhead. So I need that flex spot filled. Uh, who, who I'm starting is Cam Newton, Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, and, and I got Gronk in the tight end spot. So you got to pick one of those five guys. You got to pick one of. Hey, what, I, yeah. all right. So you just need one of these five, yeah, huh? This is a ten-team league, right? Yeah, I need. Yeah, it's a ten-team league, and PPR I just need that standard. flex spot filled. Uh, it's a half point PPR. Half point PPR. I'm going Burkhead here. I know Shepard. I want to say I just I don't know what the hell to expect with Gino. I want to ask y'all about exactly. Shepard too because I got I got questions with Shepard. I think I would go Rex in this situation too in a half point PPR. But I, hey, would you? I would start Rex over Hunt though. But would I start anybody? Would I put Hunt any of these other guys over Hunt? No. I see. Look, I don't. I, oh, we, we can do that after the break. All right, we come back after the break. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to get some information on on uh, Sterling Shepard. I got the Sterling Shepard thing that I have this weekend in a league that I need to win. And I got on my bench right now. And I wonder if I'm making a mistake or not. So we discuss Sterling, Sterling Shepard when we come back. Shut down the hour. Got a couple people on the phone lines trying to get to you before we wrap it up. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Jam right here takes me back to the uh, Roto Experts days back in the old studio when we was on the mothership. I would come in at six o'clock in the morning and bang, I'm on one at ridiculous levels to get myself prepared to deal with Scott Angle and Adam Ronis. Shout out to the King and shout out to Ronis too. I'm trying to find this team where I got this Sterling Shepherd uh, thing. I spoke to the King yesterday afternoon. Oh, you did, huh? He doing all right? He's doing all right. Give me a call. He asked me my opinion on somebody, and then he said, well, I got a feeling about this guy. I said, okay, go with your feeling. <laughs> go with your gut. <laughs> go with your gut, Mr. Engel. All right, so here we go. This is an awkward situation. Well, I don't want to say awkward situation. Okay, what's my, what do I have to do? What do I need in this league right here? I am on the outside looking in by six points. I'm on the outside looking in. So I got to outscore the guy ahead of me by six points. Matt Stafford... Kareem Hunt. This is the reason why I'm on the outside looking in, Matt. because Kareem Hunt. I want you to know that. The reason you're even in contention is because of Kareem Hunt. <laughs> All right. It's full disclosure. Maybe you wouldn't even have a shot this week if you didn't have Kareem Hunt early on. This is true. This, this team also lost Dalvin Cook. Um, Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon. So right now my starting wide receivers are Corey Davis, Alshon Jeffrey, Cordero Patterson. My tight end is ASJ, Austin Safarian Jenkins. My dual flex is, this is dual flex. I like to play in deeper uh, teams with deeper rosters, leagues with deeper rosters. My dual flex is Rex Burkhead and Lat Murray, Latway. On the bench is, the reason why 
Amari Cooper's likely going to be out, so I can't play him. Austin Eckler's on my bench because I'm just not comfortable throwing him out there. Cameron Brait is going to go in my lineup over Austin Safari and Jenkins. I disagree. I know, I know, I, I know yeah. I'm the only one that's going on this Cameron Brait thing. Hopefully it doesn't cost me, but I'm willing to die on that hill, on Cameron Brait hill. Sterling Shepard is on my bench. Should Sterling Shepard be in my lineup over Cordell Patterson or, or um, Corey Davis? Yes. You say yes? Yeah, over both of them. Over both. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely over Cordell Patterson. I just like, I, I want to win with Cordell Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. You've been talking about him since the beginning of the, you know, since the preseason. All right, hold on, y'all. This is not about me setting my lineup because we got people on the phone. <laughs> All right, I'm put, you, y'all sure caught Sterling Shepard. Geno Smith is the quarterback. He, this kid is having migraines. Are y'all sure that I should be starting Sterling Shepard over Cordero Patterson? No, you, Corey. You're right. Your lineup that you want to do is right. <laughs> you sound like Scott from yesterday. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Scott was. Oh, Scott was actually. Oh, no, you, you asked us and we told you. And you're like, and well, then, okay, I'm, right, then I'm telling you, I don't know what y'all talking about. In fairness, everybody, you might as well I, throw I, I in, did thing. you know he's playing the Raiders? <laughs> yes, I do the true. same thing. Like, I'll ask, but I'm still going to go with the, you know, sometimes you just want to hear other people's opinions. You think I should start? Y'all think I should start Cordero Patterson over Corey Davis? No, no. Yeah, I'm starting Corey Davis. I know you all. I tell you what, I am. Well, I'm right starting him over Cordero Patterson. I'm not saying there's a lot of people I'll, I'll bench him for, yeah. but I'm taking Austin Safarian Jenkins out of my lineup and putting Cameron Brayton in there. And I'm, I'm, this is a little surprising for me. Patterson I, in there, you know? Huh? <laughs> Keep Patterson, Patterson in there too. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I don't see why. I don't know why y'all hating on. Um, I love Cameron Brake. Yeah, I don't know why the y'all. Guy, Cameron Brake was tight in four. He just got added to the no, injury I'm, list. No, I'm He's not. He's got one catch. He's the last four weeks. I know it's Fitz Magic, but uh, you, your Hall of Fame candidate, OJ Howard, seems to be making that move. You know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm playing We're going to come back from the break, and Corey's going to reach out, and he's going to be, like, stroking that Jameis doll in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Listen, man. I'm just I telling y'all. No, nah, yeah, no, Matt's like, I'm sitting right here. Don't do that. Wait till I leave. I'm t- I, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> from, from, let me tell y'all something. From weeks from weeks two through eight, Cameron Brait was tight in four, getting at least it's week four 13 now. receptions a game. Wait, Matt, what That's- week is it? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Jameis Winston is back now. What week is it, huh? Week 13. All right, getting ready to wind down, wind down our number one. Coming up on our number two, Riker Raffer joins the program. We go YouTube Live. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy.